This is the Overclock Podcast, a weekly dive into the world of video game music brought to you by ocremix.org. This week, we catch up on several weeks' worth of Remix Rewinds, jam with Sir J in an interstellar interview, and get more than a little funky in this week's playlist. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 81 of the Overclock Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me is my co-host, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Did you clean up in here when I was gone? No. It looks, I don't know, it just looks different. Did you move the furniture around? Well, I did sell every single thing we owned. That's it. I knew it was something. <laughs> I bought a book on minimalism and then sold the book. <laughs> well, you know what they say. An empty house means that we, it, there's just nothing in it. <laughs> it was a pretty bad book. <laughs> it was a pretty bad book. All right. Well, we are back and better than ever. We like to think so. We like to think so. We've done a little bit of, oh, I don't know, housekeeping, I guess, is the metaphor we're going with. Uh, we changed a bit of the show around based uh, mm-hmm. partially on feedback we got from the survey. Your opinions do matter, listeners. I, we got a lot of suggestions on who we should interview next, and I can confirm that I've reached out to and interviewed some of them, <laughs> <laughs> which has been really cool. Uh huh. So we made a few minor changes to the format, which you may or may not notice, so keep a sharp eye yeah. out if you're so mm-hmm. inclined. Or um, a sharp ear. Ooh, very good. Anatomically correct as well. Yes. And also, the prize for filling out a survey was to be entered into a raffle to potentially choose one of the next playlist topics. <gasps> and that, Brian, has been awarded. <gasps> it was actually our very own Jeff McMillan. He won Whoa! the randomized prize. That's so cool. Isn't it, though? And so Jeff McMillan, our good friend and segment contributor... That word didn't happen very well. Um, <laughs> I got to choose the next upcoming playlist uh, topic, which he decided was going to be final boss music. Ah, yeah. Everyone, so, submit uh, Mario and Luigi three. I knew you were going to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vindicator says pretty good final. Bo- well, now I'm just thinking through all my submissions. I need to keep these a secret. So anyway, that's just a little bit of updates. Um, uh, other than that, we've got a, a good and fun episode planned for everybody. Yeah, so let's hop to it, starting out with this week's Remix Rewind. That sounds good and fun. Both of those things, in equal measure. Night Swim, a group of rather rocking remixers with Mega Man 5 on the brain, take the stage with A Crook Man's Eye. Electric guitars and a flurry of staccato synths from the good old days make way for the main event. A violin that carries the melody away. OCR's Secret of Mana album has a secret. Halsey's hidden track, Sunny with a Chance of Thunder, didn't appear on the original release due to internet miscommunication, but has since been rediscovered. It's a good thing, too, because we would have lost a chilled-out treasure of jewels and jazz to the ancient forests of unchecked inboxes. You've got mana!
Rebecca E. Tripp wields her trademark musical magic to lure innocent passersby into her devious track, Argus's Lair, a whimsical glimpse at the darker side of the Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. It is said few who enter remain unchanged, and that generally amounts to a new appreciation for Glockenspiel. Rebecca E. Tripp takes a trip to the stars with the universe, an orchestral exploration of Final Fantasy IV's cosmic motifs. Dissonant, ambitious, and impressive, this piece takes its time building a sense of grandeur, danger, and atmosphere that breathes life into the stars. A grand piano on a stage. Two silhouettes at the bench, each with equally silly hats. They begin to play. Tyler Gill's dramatic clashing of Banjo-Kazooie and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga tells the tale of their respective, yet disrespectful, villains, Gruntilda and Cacletta. As the two themes dance together on the stage, effortlessly weaving together and breaking apart like clouds against the moon, you may very well forget which witch is which. Okay, time to drop what you're doing and dance. I believe that's what newcomer Battistella is trying to say with Moonlight Dance, a Saiken Densetsu 3 track that's given a groovy EDM makeover. Catchy, repeated beats are kept alive by melodic phrases and Latin rhythms, giving the piece a flow as consistent as it is fresh.
energy halfway through your telekinetic weightlift routine? Are you just wearing a hole in your couch as you sit around waiting for someone else to hunt and destroy the Iblis trigger? Then try The, the Ultimate Absolution by Ivan Hackstock and Finbeard. This 100% Sonic the Hedgehog branded power anthem will get you up in the morning, work you hard all day, and save your life every single night. Don't wait, call now, it's no use! In the nightlight, do you see what you dream? All your travels, are they all what they seem? Look around you, then you may Moody and undeniably chiptoony, Finding Your Inner Alien takes multiple sources from Final Fantasy 7 and 8 and blends them into a gritty compilation of extraterrestrial exploration. It's the type of piece that makes you question that existential question. Are you an alien? Turn the lights down low and sink into the ballad of a hero, a lover, a bioengineered mutant warrior. Level 99 in Ocean's Andrew set the mood for homecoming with a slow jam from Turrican 3 that, like any exciting relationship, heats up when you least expect it.
mystical, beautiful Anne from Final Fantasy? Yep, you guessed it. Rebecca Tripp is back with Tara's Love. This piece seems to perfectly encapsulate the soul of Rebecca's writing. Delicate and precise, it tells a story that can be profoundly sad and hopeful at the same time. For all of these remixes, and more, head over to ocremix.org. Today, I am here in the studio with the man who created this remix. I said a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away. one of my favorite OC remixes possibly of all time. I don't know. It depends on the day. Um, so I am really excited to have Sir Jay himself here kicking it in the Overclock Remix studios that don't really exist. Hey, Sir Jay. Welcome. Yeah, boy! I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. I mean, like, the behind-the-scenes story to this could be an interview in its own. Yeah, I had to travel a lot of dimensions just to get here. Um, ran out of gas several times, so... Mm-hmm. He had to collect all seven of the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah? But yeah, it's uh, it's super nice to have you here. So for people who are not already, um, you know, in the know, explain who you are as a, as a person and a music person. I am striving to be the part two Sasuke Kanye West of OC Remix. So in That's a very nutshell. specific. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, in a serious answer, um... Just, just like all the OC remixers that uh, you interview, you know. I mean, I just love making music. There is not... I, I personally don't feel like there's a special Celine Dion or um, uh, Britney Spears type of backstory to me, but I just love making music. That is the simple thing about it. Oh, get your asteroid supernova! And that's why I think I'd be a perfect candidate for Star Labs. Yeah, like, you're... you're particular brand of music is really distinct to to my mind um how like would you have like a way you would describe your music or, or how you try to make music 
for a very long time, I've been dreading that question, like, um, just inevitably when I blow up and finally Oprah gives me a fashion line and stuff like that. And if she was to ask me that question, like, I always wondered, like, am I, like, um, space funk, prog rock, hip hop, or trap, um, baroque, mm-hmm. or me personally, um, trying to codify or coin this term, I think I make Katamari hip hop. That's the only way I can describe it. And if you yeah. played the Katamari games, that makes it yeah. extremely clear that that's my style, Katamari hip hop. So. Have you have you done a Katamari remix before? Not yet, but spoiler alert, mm. I am. I have one in the works. So oh, good. <laughs> okay, I can. Okay, I can rest easy then. <laughs> That's um, great. A quick side tangent. Um, just in case some people aren't clear, like I literally still listen to Oster remixes and stuff like that. Like I've got no beef with anybody. The only reason I haven't logged in um to the forums or submitted any remixes is I have ideas in the backlog, and I've been waiting until I can get up to where I feel I'm at Super Saiyan 5 level so I can finally mm-hmm. realize these ideas. So I I have a huge backlog of stuff I want to submit for, like, video game-specific stuff. It's just I've been taking a detour, focusing more on, like, original works and stuff like that. But definitely, okay. like, video game music is my roots, so that's not stopping anytime soon. That is very good to hear. Like, what, what kind of stuff have you been doing uh, original-wise? Kind of what Justin Tim- uh, Timberlake is doing. That's kind of the direction mm-hmm. I'm trying to go with my music. Uh, that kind of um, old school funk with like a new school feel. But um, a little bit of David Bowie. Uh, I think people will start to notice a pattern with my music. It will have a lot of like space, cheesy mm-hmm. metaphors and analogies and stuff like that. But that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm going. Like a lot of um, open your third mind, dude. Like, dude, become one with the cosmic waves. Like that, that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And, and of course, it has a lot of uh, like synth vibrato. I feel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> an important part. Yeah. Because uh, I listened to some of your remixes before, and I'm like, this is the same like general melody from the original song, but what's the difference? And I'm like, oh, the original one goes bum bum bum, and your version goes bum bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of lips off into the stratosphere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like to take people for a ride. Um. I want to take you for a ride. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I'm i trying not to be a one-trick pony. Um, yeah. Trying not to, like, make every single one of my songs, you know, start off with, like, a, a nice sensual intro and then boop, 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 and then get to a huge climax and then blah, 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 and then in the song. Yeah. Like, I try not to do that too many times, but it's just so fun. So. Yeah, I think it's just because I listen to the Space Get a song over and over again. <laughs> so that's, like, in my head. Are you right now actively trying to try new things or, or like refine your current style or, or like what 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 where is your head at right now it's a combo of both um i am a late bloomer to the whole scene like um i similar mm-hmm. to a lot of people um with, with um within this uh community i come from like a classically trained background i grew up playing in like church music also grew up in jazz bands punk rock bands and stuff like that like back in high school when I cared about my grades and I was, you know, an A student and stuff like that, I was thinking, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to school for uh, um, composing and stuff like that. And then puberty, um, it didn't hit me late, but I, I um, realized uh, I cared uh, a little bit too much about sex later in my life. And then that's when I stopped caring <laughs> about my grades and then college and stuff like that. And everything went down the drain. So it wasn't until like after getting in touch with uh, OCR in like 2011, 2012, and really getting involved with Zone Runners that I finally realized, you know what? I don't think I want to uh, go to college for radiology or being a dentist or uh, accounting. Mm-hmm. I think I actually want to go far with this music thing. And I've I've been like listening back to my old stuff I was making um, back back when I didn't care. You know, I didn't feel like I had to prove anything to anyone. Um, yeah. And I feel like a lot of musicians, if you talk to them about this, they will actually admit to you like their older stuff that they don't want to show anybody the, the light of day it's it's their best work because mm-hmm. i mean it's completely honest yeah in, in this in a weird way yeah it, there are no eyes on it so exactly. it doesn't matter so i'm trying to relearn that um i don't want to say naivete um purity sounds way too corny innocence i yeah, guess this, innocence. the kind of the i don't know simplicity it's all those words are close right yeah but it's i mean you you know like the workshop forums are great you know people they they I mean, that's where I, I got my um my cutting board, where I got my punching bag, you know, people giving me great advice, you know, use the equalizer for this, use um this effect on the master bus, use this compression, uh-huh. you know. But 
there comes a time when you read all those fancy production tutorials, all those fancy books, all those killer studio chops, um, streams and stuff like that. And you have to take a step back and say, okay, why did I even fall in, in love with music in the first place? And that yeah. that's what I've been doing this um, these past few years, especially this past uh, few months, like just not not necessarily reinventing inventing myself, but trying to slowly make it clear to people that I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody anymore. I'm just trying to freely make music. So I hope that's not a cop-out answer. A couple things about that. Thing number one, that totally clicks and makes sense. Thing number two, I don't think anyone has ever given that answer. And I've done like 100 interviews before. Really? Really? Yeah, I feel like I never heard that one. So congrats. That's cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, you were were saying um, crossing the road into being more well-known or experienced or, or taking more seriously the advice you're given from everyone around you. That, to me, that is like epitomized in free VSTs to paid VSTs. <laughs> it's like that's the moment where suddenly the world opens up and then you look back and you're like, man, the stuff I was making with that free stuff is way better. Yeah, but when you look when you look back after like a decade of collecting all those um, paid and free VSTs and you realize like, why do I have like the the upper half register of plucked strings from this yeah. orchestra <laughs> that I, I paid seven hundred dollars for. And I barely even use them. Like, why do I have fifteen thousand yeah. air horn symbols? And I only, you know, <laughs> it's tough. It's it's the life of a producer. You know, like you think you really need that sample, and you you still use the same eight oh eight, the same um, saw wave patch mm-hmm. you use the same exact stuff yeah i've been listening to the final fantasy sex soundtrack a lot recently um and it just has reminded me how much you can do with an incredibly yes! small amount yes! of technology it's yeah. nuts yeah like i swear i i'm so into like the you know the opera scene it's the scene from that game and by the time i'm done with it i truly i don't even hear the little snes samples yeah i don't hear it it has completely filled my brain with something else it's it's nuts for me that experience is um i have that experience with the shining force old school games um i don't know if you've ever played them i know it's a a series that a lot of people don't yeah i played about 10 minutes of one game so (laughs) i'm better than most people i won't bore you with the story or anything like that but um that that soundtrack was actually my formal introduction to like prog rock music like you hear the chord and it's similar um i guess um if people are more familiar with like the chrono series the secret of mana um series Mm -hmm. stuff games like that it's a similar vibe um musically like those prog kind of chord spellings and progressions like just like you said after you listen to that soundtrack you you don't even hear like the sound fonts or the patches like you you hear the orchestra you hear the guitars like it's just perfect What are what are what are some like games that brought you into into game music? What are, what are your favorites? I'm sure it would be extremely stupid people listening to this if I didn't say Sonic. So let me just get that out of the way. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Basically, like if I remix it and I put it on OCR, it's something that I definitely rocked with a lot when I was growing up. But um definitely mm. my holy trinity is would have to be like the whole Sonic series. Um both modern Sonic and old Sonic. So I, I hope finally um Sonic Mania put that argument to rest. We can all agree that <laughs> new and old Sonic has its strengths and weaknesses. So but um Yeah. Sonic, the whole series, um the old school Shining Force soundtrack and um uh RuneScape actually. Like the old school RuneScape Oh really? Oh, those MIDI beats, dude! They go hard, man. <laughs> we had our we we do um um a playlist of music every single episode based on a certain theme. I think the other day we had nostalgia as the theme. Yeah. And um, someone brought the original RuneScape title music. Yes, I know. And I was just like mind blown from that. It was crazy how how hard they went yes. <laughs> with, with such like. Well, lovably dorky samples. Dude, don't don't even get me started, cause y'all are gonna hear me 
nerd out hard on RuneScape. I that is a it has a very special place in my heart. That's my holy trinity. Aside from the Katamari soundtrack, because that's that's on a, a different dimension, but definitely my my main trinity of huge influence um, to video game music and just um, appreciating music in general is definitely Sonic, Shining Force, and uh, RuneScape. You can see the riffs within my music if you listen closely. Like, there's a lot of callbacks yeah. intentionally to those uh, different game series. That's awesome. I, I love that because I mean I'm extremely familiar with the Sonic series like that's my jam for sure uh we talk about it on almost every episode whether people <laughs> want us to or not yeah um, but the other two are way less commonly referenced so it's kind of cool to hear that that's so integrated into your life i guess it's just good music i i really recommend people check it out uh, well so speaking of sonic you did a remix uh, not too long ago from sonic mania right um the um uh, studiopolis zone well first of all I um I sat in the live stream. Um, I remember like it was it was a crappy day of work. I ordered uh, a full uh, a medium Domino's pizza for myself. You know, bacon, pineapple, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I literally just sat down in the um what was it the Sonic fan whatever it was like that Sega fan party thing where they have the, the guy who runs the Sonic Twitter he was there at that convention uh oh right yeah the whole party they put together yeah and, and that like random Tostino's pizza rolls thing I think <laughs> yeah yes this is all coming back to me <laughs> yeah but but I um I sat in that stream um I was you know I was about to cuss I, I remember I'm trying to keep this uh PG but you're um, doing a great job <laughs> i was crap posting with people in the twitch comments and stuff like that you know like knuckles is the best you know sonic amy for life stuff like that and um it got to the part with the sonic mania trailer i know everybody gives reaction videos a bad flack but one of my personal favorite things to do from time to time when i just have a tough day of work is just to go watch people's reactions to the sonic mania reveal trailer yeah like, just a shot of joy. Yeah, just just hearing everybody and like when 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 it gets to that part, um, three playable characters and you hear everybody go, oh snap, and then they show Knuckles and everybody's like, yo yo, dude. So <laughs> yeah, from that moment, I was just like, okay, I, I'm gonna have my eye on this and I need to see what I need to remix from this because I know like everybody, I. I, I I don't like doing the whole YouTube wave thing where, you know, a popular song drops or a popular Marvel trailer drops and everybody immediately wants to get on that ASAP, you know, get their views in. Yeah. I, I, I don't hate yeah. that. You know, I know people, they got to get their views, blah, blah, blah. Me personally, I'm, you know, I'm more like two years later, I'll, I'll talk about, hey, so here's my opinion on um, Star Wars The Force Awakens and everybody else is like, dude, like, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> but in the case of once... um. I just had that hype from the Sonic Mania trailer, the, the reveal and all that. And then once Studiopolis dropped. By the way, um, are we gonna have Hydrocity or Hydro City Part 2 with Studiopolis? Because is it Studiopolis or Studiopolis? Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's so tough. It, I say, I'm saying Studiopolis, but uh, I'm willing to bend on that. I mean, I I know T Lopes, uh he he gave an official word about um I think he said it was Hydro City. Hydro I mean I think yeah, this is whew. <laughs> you stepped into it this time. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um so going back on, on point. Once I heard uh Studiopolis, because I like to pronounce it that way, um yeah. immediately once I heard it, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna just sit with my arms crossed, you know, just stroking my chin and sit back and see what people are going to do with it. And yep. for the most part, I don't compete with anybody. Like, I don't want to say like I'm in my own lane or in my own zone. Like, I'm on my Kanye West-ish, none of y'all can compete with me. But usually like, and, and also like as an OC remixer, um, something that um would come up a lot in conversations like I don't try to outdo the original or try to improve or make it better. Anytime I cover a song, especially with video game stuff, I just try to take it in a different direction. And I noticed with a lot of the Studiopolis stuff that was coming out, everybody was doing the the typical, you know, the EDM house version or um, some right, right. Like dubstep or a metal. And I was like, that's cool. I was just waiting for somebody to make a vocal arrangement. Like, you, you know, from my OC remixes, I love vocal arrangements. Yep. And I was just wondering, yeah. okay, 
is anybody going to hop on this? Is anybody going to make something? Nobody did. And I sat, I, I literally sat there and waited. So after a, a while, I was like, okay, y'all, I don't know why y'all all spin dashing on these house four on the floor beats, but let me show you how Michael Jackson does it when he gets these Chaos Emeralds. And that's how it was born. that a lot of people liked it so much especially t locus um yeah i saw i saw he was in there I, I wasn't expecting that kind of reception i was honestly just making something for fun like going back to what we were talking about earlier but it, it's really been great that people like it so much and i guess this is where um i was anticipating if you were going for this when we brought up uh sonic mania but i will say I deliberately titled that uh, music video and that remix, um, that arrangement, Studiopolis Act 1, because from the very beginning, I knew I was going to revisit uh, Act 2. And all I can say right now <laughs> is that, um, you know how um, in sh uh, Shonen anime, at the end of part one, you know, the, the main heroes get their ass off. <laughs> Man, I tried to keep it as clean up as possible. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they, they 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 get their butts whooped. Okay, at the end of part one, and then once part two starts, usually in shonen anime, like um, the main cast comes together and like they they're whooping the villains' butts like on the first episode or the first chapter of part two. You know, you you see like the fruits of their labor, their training. They got new abilities and stuff like that. All I will say is there's a certain trio. That was crazy, Robo We have been on hiatus for a while. He's been the Doctor House C. I can say. And I've been Valentine the Rabbit. There will be a Studiopolis yeah, Act Two featuring this trio, and that was my plan from the very beginning. That is all I can say right now. Hmm. Well, um, I'm hyped out of my mind, so <laughs> I guess we can continue on to the next question. That also completely throws me off my game because that was going to be my next question. <laughs> um, not necessarily that remix in specific, but yeah, the <clears throat> trio in question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, where are those guys? Uh, we, we've been uh, charging up our hockey and our um, Super Saiyan abilities and stuff like that, you know. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I've been learning a little bit about Dragon Ball recently, and apparently people can charge up their power levels if they scream loud enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. hoping that's what's been happening behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. We've been screaming a lot behind the scenes. So Good, 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 good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so um, you want to plug anything before we go? Any social media accounts or thingies like that? If uh, I'm going to plug, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, but I'm just keeping it real. I'm keeping it very real. If you are not watching CW's Flash, uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or um, uh, CW's Black Lightning, uh, you need to get out of my face because these shows are killing it. This is the best comic book television right now. That is literally what I want to plug. Not even my music. I <laughs> Like, wow. y'all need to That's watch noble. this. You need to watch these shows. It's killing it, man. I fell off on Arrow a long time ago. Should I try again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it honest, like, uh, nah. Me personally, nah. Okay. I, I think Flash. I'll skip the Flash. <laughs> yeah, Flash is good enough. Uh, and Agents is shield. But um, uh, on a more serious note, um, yeah, I, I'm going to plug uh, the ZRs. Just go ahead and get that, those spoilers out of the way. There will be some good trio stuff coming very soon. That's all I want to plug. So keep keep your eyes open. Uh, we're still running. That's all I want to say. That is that is great news. I could not have been happier to hear that. That's what I wanted to get out of this interview. <laughs> so, all right. Awesome. Let's wrap it up then. Thanks a lot, Sir Jay. Great to have you on the show. And I'm sure we'll have you on in the near future. Oh, yeah.
The Playlist is a weekly collection of listener-submitted recommendations so we can all discover music together. This week's theme is funky music. Special stage from Sonic 3D Blast, Saturn PC version, and submitted by Black Doom. Legarto, originally from Adventures of Bayou Billy, remixed by Evil Horde, and submitted by Tamias222. Busted Bayou from Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and submitted by Jack.
Birdman from Pilot Wings 64 and submitted by Carlos. Funky Bar 100 from Beyond Good and Evil and submitted by Phoenix Down.
Radical Train from Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 and submitted by Square Evil. Wake Up, originally from Toe Jam and Earl, remixed by Jake Kaufman, and submitted by Flexe. Disco a go go from Time Splitters and submitted by Stalky.
Zaputo Geron from Loco Roco and submitted by Zachary. From Dragon Ball Fighters and submitted by Dio. What a show, what a show. Next week's playlist is Final Boss Music, brought to you by Jeff McMillan. To submit your suggestions, hit us up on Twitter at OCR Podcast, email us at podcast at ocremix.org, or visit us on the forums at ocremix.org. This week's lyrical wisdom, shake it to the left. Barrel roll to the right. Bring it up above. We gun boogie all night.